Hello guys, welcome to the Wings Mobile Detailing Podcast. My name is Andre and this podcast will be more of a conversation. Uh, don't have any guests here with me. But a conversation of where I am with business. I've hear I've heard a lot of um, seeing Facebook posts of people struggling with their business, with their detailing business. Um, and they think it is all normal to struggle. And if if you think that, if for these people who think that, uh, you're you're correct. You're right. You know, it is normal to struggle. Now, you don't want to normalize that. You don't want to think, oh, since it is normal, uh, since it is normal to struggle, then it's okay. Maybe I'm doing the right thing. And then you continue taking the wrong actions that makes you struggle. So that's that's why I don't like to put in people's mind to tell them that it is, you know, normal. I would rather say positive things, you know, uh, what you can achieve. So just to prevent from normalizing the struggle, because once you do that, once people have you ever uh, seen a video of, let's say, a successful person where they say something that, oh, it's normal to not work super hard. Oh, it's normal if you don't wake up too early. Oh, it's normal if you don't read a lot of books. It's okay. See, I'm still successful, so it's okay. Have you ever seen those types of videos? And then you and then you feel like, oh, you know, woof, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that because now I can, you know, continue to not read books, continue to not wake up early. So there is a, pro, you know, uh, I don't agree. I don't I don't agree at all with people normalizing. Uh, I want to I don't want to use the word average, but and of course, everybody struggle. Of course, it's struggle in business um, since this is just a conversation. I want to say I'm at a stage of my business as in this detailing business where I am managing uh, people from my office, managing the team, uh, even the franchisees in other locations. And I've also had franchisees themselves who've gotten to this point as well. This is the goal for whoever starts. And I'm sure a lot of a lot of you guys who's listening detailers out there uh have started the business with a goal to uh, grow a fleet of vehicles, mobile team, employees, to work out, you know, work outside. And so you are actually managing them. Obviously, you have to be out there sometimes, um, especially uh, in the first few years. But in, in another point is I want to tell my story as well. I definitely want to tell my story here. And at this point, I am not, you know, I do oversee, you know, sometimes I'll go out there to oversee the operations. I do have a uh, team who does that for me. Uh, I have a team who does take the phone calls as well and help even franchisees uh, and or licensees. So for Wings Mobile Detailing based in Richmond, Virginia, we have different locations at this point uh, operating in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, Fairfax, uh, Richmond, Virginia, here obviously, Virginia Beach, uh, soon to be Columbus, Ohio. And uh, all, all these places that we operate, uh, obviously I started personally detailing a car off of my uh, my brother's car, actually. He lent it his, uh, it was a, bit, a beat up Mitsubishi that he used to have. 
and I started from there. You know, I put purchased those small vacuum cleaners from Walmart and uh, super weak vacuums. But that's how you start. You know, that's how I started. And uh, for even I can even tell a story of a franchisee of mine that I had, and he moved locations, but he started off. Way, he started and grew way, way faster than I grew my business myself. I am about six years in business, and right now I got have you know multiple vents, multiple locations. But when this guy, uh, one of our first franchisees, actually when he franchised with us, he grew way faster than that to the point where he had two vents going out, th- three or four employees, and. Uh, he's starting to make the trans- transition to work from his home office. And that was about two years in business. So that's really good. Obviously, you know, when you uh, learn and avoid my mistakes, it can be a lot quicker. Matter of fact, guys, I'm, I'm going to, you know, organize this podcast a lot better. I know I've been all over the place. Uh, but what I also wanted to say... Uh, like in Richmond here, we have we have licensees in Richmond and among among us other uh, cities as well as I said. And matter of fact, we do still have availability, a uh, very very limited availability uh, here in the Richmond market for to open Wings Mobile Detailing. If anybody wants to become a uh, licensee as well, uh, it, it the, the awesome thing about it is that because you you right then and there off the bat once you're licensed with us, you get um access to the detailing academy not only that but it help with the operations of your business to grow uh once you reach the point of having or if you already have employees you have to train them and everything we have training separated training videos to help train employees because that's a huge problem for business owner that takes a lot of time and money so all of that, we have everything ready. Wings has everything ready. That's how we grew our business. And all of that, you get it included in the licensee program. Uh, you can operate under the Wings straight name. You don't have to do anything with your business. If you're already on a, detail, a detailing business, you don't have to touch it. You don't have to change the name. You're still operating under your company. You know, like, that, that's how you do with any franchise. Uh, but, the, but the benefit about it is also you get clients. Um, from us and helps grow much faster even faster than one of our first franchisees actually and you can check it out at franchise.wingsmobiledetailing.com especially if you're in Richmond listening to this podcast but we still have availability here Uh, obviously in other places as well you know Texas, Florida the Carolinas uh, definitely big cities that is worth taking a look at it a little bit to the north as well uh if you're there and you're looking to start your own business detailing business definitely worth you know hitting us up if you really want to look for success or be self-employed it works for both and that's how i started guys with uh, with wings and what i what i do want to want to say is for these days that you guys are feeling like um one you may be struggling in your business marketing and uh, and everything you know acquiring clients getting money uh, obviously no business is just everything goes smooth 
business is a roller coaster ride. But don't take that. When I say that, don't take that uh, and think that. You know, don't normalize the struggle in your business. When you're going through a roller coaster, you can watch videos of people saying, and you can watch my podcast, listen to my podcast, and hear me saying that it is normal. It's a roller coaster, and then do nothing about it. Uh, if you do nothing about it, your roller coaster is not gonna get back up there. So don't normalize that. Don't think, oh, it's okay. Andre said it's normal. Then it's normal. I can just chill now. No, you can't. That's business is a thrilling ride. It's exciting when you're in the top. It's not very good when you're at the bottom. But when you're in the bottom, when you're working hard, it actually feels good. Um, and I had gone through a multitude of struggles actually throughout the year. So I started off in my uh, using my brother's vehicle. Uh, I started detailing not because I actually am fanatic and love cars or love detailing itself, even though it's fun. But that's not the reason it started. And I, I don't, you know, I really don't care to say that, oh, I'm not a car fanatic and I own the detailing business and I'm here detailing your car. You know, I really don't care. You know, I'm doing a quality job. That's what matters. At the end of the day, that is what matters. And you're running a business, uh, you're, you know, you know, you're being wise while you're running your business. That's what matters. And I started it because I love the type of business this is, uh, especially mobile detailing. And why do I say especially mobile detailing? Because as time goes, I always think on, in the future. And if you're a true bred and entrepreneur, you're the same way. You always think, what can I do better? What will people want in the future? And people always want convenience. And it's not just in the future. It's uh, it's uh, now. People ever the more the the more time goes by, the more people want convenience. You know, mobile. They want people to come to their house to detail their car. They don't want to inconvenience to go somewhere and take it to. To some people like that, but you know, majority of people they are after convenience. Now, that's not the main reason I started detailing. I wanted to start a business regardless. I uh, I grew up, was born in Brazil, and there, uh, as I as I was young there, I used to sell ice cream cones, frames in the streets of Brazil. You know, I would I would school would bore the heck out of me i really it's not that i didn't like school i actually liked it but uh, i prefer doing entrepreneurial things i prefer being out selling stuff so that's what i did uh ever since a young age i sold ice cream cones and everything you can think of uh even those little cakes trough cakes I sold it in Brazil. I painted art frames, canvas, and I would go and sell. And there's different ways to sell. I, I almost got abducted uh, there, but it's a different story. And, and, and that's how I grew. And then I moved uh, here with family to, to the United States, uh, fortunately. Um, and obviously, this is the land of opportunity. And I started, you know, did school here high school, a little bit of college, dropped out, 
And after that, I wanted to start a business. You know, I did everything, you know, worked after and during I did community college. I wanted to start a business. I was thinking of, I want to do something. College bores the heck out of me. I want to be successful. Like, I know I... um, I'm, I'm not content with just an average job. I was worried because I wasn't being very great at, you know, college school, wasn't getting, you know, good grades, but I still had in my mind that regardless, I, I want to do something great and I want to be successful. I still do want to be successful, you know, I don't consider. So I was thinking of a business to start and... I thought of a business that I can this is this is this is what crossed my mind guys this is the type of business I wanted to start and I was like men auto detailing why not perfect the type of business I wanted to start was a business where it can you know after it grow to a certain point you know we all got to get our hands dirty first I understand but after I grow to a certain point I wanted to control manage a fleet of vehicles, fleet of employees, uh, where vehicles go and come in and out from an office. You know, that was my vision from a big office and have a fleet of vehicles, mobile team. And why mobile? Also, because I never liked very much retail, uh, one store type of business. Not only because I see that dying away, but because... I also want to, I don't know, I just wanted that, manage. And and then right then and there, I was like, I want to do auto detailing. No, no, that's not how it happened. Uh, I, I just want to start something like that. And I've, uh, I was watching a video, I believe, nothing, no video on detailing, it has nothing to do with car wash. It's just a successful video. While I was watching the video, like, hmm, maybe I can do mobile detailing. I didn't know it even existed, right? Uh, but I thought about it. Maybe I can, wa- you know, wash. I didn't think of mobile detailing. I didn't even know the term. <laughs> but I thought of washing cars at people's home. At their at their house. So, and the video had not. The video I was watching was, I know it was like a successful type of vehicle. Uh, a, a video, but it has nothing to do with cars or detailing just crossed my mind i i don't know it just popped up in my mind out of the blue so that's how i i was like okay i can i can start doing that so from there i took action right uh i was like man i can do that and then i start doing flyers that was a few days after i had that thought you know that i started only a few days it didn't take me years so at guys procrastination uh, it's stupid right don't procrastinate if you're start looking to start your business thought of an idea thought of uh, something it's like oh you know maybe it works do it take time out of the equation because the more you allow time in the worse it's you know white space in the calendar I like to use this term that Grant Cardone uses is the devil so you don't want to have white space on your calendar so I started to do flyers, the flyers, business cards, right? But before that, I wanted to acquire clients first. I was starting to design, like design, where can I, when I can I make flyers? I went to 
some uh, of the office max i didn't even know of a website where you could create flyers like i did not know anything guys right now if i look back and to the things i didn't know and you know nobody knows when you're starting off there's a lot of things that it was like if if that you think if i knew that back then man <laughs> we have grown much quicker that's why that that's why i know that our franchises they grow way faster because I put myself in their shoes when they're starting off. Simple things I didn't know. I didn't know how to acquire business cards. Where do I go? And I waste a lot of times even designing a freaking card. Or where to make it at a good price. Didn't know a Vista print, for example, to do that. So, uh, but first I was like, I need clients, right? I don't know how to do detailing. Guys, guys, think of this. I did not know how to detail cars. I mean, I had a detail back in Brazil, but, you know, just use, um, not detail, I wash cars in Brazil, just soap, and that's all I knew how to do, wash the outside of a car, and dry, I barely know that if you leave water in the car, it's gonna create water spots, I did not know that, so, you know, I started to learn from YouTube videos, and I, as an entrepreneur, you know, we wanna get clients quick, we don't, we're not like engineers where before we take action, we want to perf perfect our skills first. No, as an entrepreneur, <laughs> we want to take action quick and then we perfect the skills. Then we, you know, get better at it. So, at then, I find clients went door-to-door knocking, um, asked some family members if they want to get their car clean. I knew some friends of my parents, they had friends, and I asked them, uh, hey, if I come to your house uh, and charge $30, $25 or $30, would you let me wash your car? And I thought <laughs> I thought I was asking too much. I really thought I was asking too much. Of, you know, of course, think of it as years ago. It wasn't nowadays. But still, that wasn't... That was very little money, but I thought it was a lot. You know, hey, thirty dollars to wash a car. I think that's a lot. And they and he said, she said it was a friends friends friend of my mom said no. That's you know that's that's only that I'll I would pay you at least a hundred to come to my house and wash my car here. I would pay at least a hundred charge more. I was like, what? Nah. And then I started charging like $70, right? It was still good for a beginner who did not know how to do anything besides vacuum a car and wash the outside. Not even shampoo, nothing. So I got that. She tipped me. Tipped me really well. I was like, wow. You know, first, second month, third month, I had uh, three clients that way, door to door. And I make flyers in the fourth month. I was already working on the website. Guys, it took me forever. It seems like it took me forever at the beginning. Now looking back, I, you know, to me, it seems like it took me forever. But from the beginning, I was already like looking into getting to the website, creating. I was already looking to sites of how to create everything. Because from the, I wanted to grow a business from the very beginning. I didn't want to play around. So I created a website, you know, in three, four, five months. I only had uh, three or four clients on those four months combined. It was very slow, and uh, and then that's how it started picking up. 
uh, having new ideas, created a website, created business cards, flyers. To do each one of that, it took me a long time. Looking back, I was like, man, I spent a lot of times. I spent a lot of time just, you know, <laughs> looking at which vacuum do I buy. You know, that time spent is money. So I get the vacuum cleaners from Walmart. Uh, and I'm doing cards. I have business cards. I have flyers, some flyers that look. It didn't. It doesn't look ugly, but it's super simple. There's no business. I started to create my business logo using, I think, the Word document. Yeah, it was that bad, guys. My website. I still have the design of my first website. It was bad. It was. It was bad. Um, and. But but you know I'm not I'm not shameful of that. You shouldn't be. You know you shouldn't. I, I would be ashamed if at the beginning I spent hundreds of dollars to create the best website, hundreds of dollars to create the best business cards. Because I know there are a lot of businesses out there who start off spending so much money on shit they don't know, and that is not good. That is not good. And uh, you have to watch out for those business for those types of entrepreneurs. Because, you know, they usually die out because they're so worried about the image and not about the quality of service and learning how to do that service, which is important. I learned, guys. I spent a lot of times, you know, I wanted to make every client happy. Every client needs to have the best service ever, even though I didn't know how to shampoo a car. But I didn't, you know, I started shampooing, offering the shampoo services later on, which is another thing that cost me money until I learned it took me a while because I didn't know the, the, the vehicle I could use to learn um, but it still provided the best service and learning from YouTube pick a bunch of YouTube's, YouTube channels here and there and that's how it went uh, started first year second year and Third year, I believe, is when I bought my second van. Uh, third or fourth year, and then this, and then the third van. That same year, I purchased about as I was growing my business, going, learned how to go after employees, learned how to interview employees, learned how to pay employees. Um, you know the accounting side of it. It is so much, as you guys already know. So I was learning and doing at the same time, uh, and those two, three years that I started, I think it was actually only the the second year that it started to make a difference. Because when you're in your, your first year or second year in business, if you're starting off like I started, your first and second year in business, you were still like not as confident right you're not as confident that that's going to work i had the vision i had the good i knew i was trusting in i was trusting that the action that i was taking working hard it, it consequently it, it would work out but i was not as confident you know you're really really confident when you start to you know really get a revenue from it seeing the growth Hiring employees and actually be like, okay, this is a thing. I can leave college now because I know that this will work, right? Um, so that that was my second or 
third, I believe third year in business. Because my first year, I don't even count. Actually, it was very slow. So second and third year of business, the third primarily is when I started to hire those employees. Well, I started with one, obviously. I had big problem with this. Now, now it's way different when you want to do a business and be self-employed, which is okay. I have total respect. A lot of people love detailing cars and they just want to be self-employed, detail the cars themselves without having employees and a helper, let's say. Other people have a more corporate vision in a business, like I do. You know, I want to hire employees and delegate all my tasks. You know, even detailing cars like I've done. And that's okay. Both ways is just different. One is not better than the other. Obviously, for you to, you know, grow and expand, you have to take one this the other way, right, of employees. But you can still, obviously, this is a very profitable business regardless if you have employees or not. If you're self-employed, very profitable industry, this is. So right then and there, um, so what I was explaining is when I was, the big problem I was having with it that I had one point was, um, obviously when I started a business, the roller coasters up and down, the emotional roller coaster, which is a bigger roller coaster, right, is always up and down. Now the time that I had the huge downhill roller coaster is when it affected my vision when my initial vision was to grow it's always to grow a company and grow big enough my first actual target my first one of my first targets which i knew it would take you know years but it was faster than i actually anticipated but my first initial target was to work from home office grow a team to where i can be profitable and have a certain amount of events where I can be profitable and manage them from my home office and not having to go out there. I knew I still have to go out there, but it, it, but make that transition, right? And that's what I was fighting for. That's what I was working for, my initial target. And when I had two vents, yeah, I believe I had two vents or three, huh? two or three vents and... I was on the third one, on the third van, right, driving and detailing and training employees. And it took me a long time to train those people. Like, it took me six months, guys, because before I didn't have training videos, I did not have uh, any of the resources that I do have now that I can train people faster, more effectively, right? I did not have that. So it would take me six months to train one guy and I was doing well <laughs> thinking I was doing well uh, training one guy putting him in the van training the other guy putting him in the other van you know and then training the other guy and then one guy would leave and then I'd be like okay I'm gonna need two guys per van here so that I can actually leave and be safe because if one leaves I'm good right thinking I was good because if one leaves no nobody's gonna leave all at once right so that happened uh, uh, everybody left at once that was two weeks before uh i was planning on i was thinking that i was like okay now i can 
next two weeks from now i will be able to work from home office because i have all my team here i'm training the last guy right now in my with my van and bam i'm good you know two weeks from now not i'm good you know i know i've had a lot of you know i i, I you know i was i was naive <laughs> What I meant is, okay, two weeks from now, I'll be able to work from my home office because I grew my team, right? I was excited because after years um, of working to achieve that small target, took me a while, six months to train each one, each one person. Um, everybody left and I was left with one employee only. And now imagine... That was a very sad day. Not only was it a sad day, not because, also because I knew I would have to work it all over again to acquire all those employees to, to make the transition. But it was a sad day because I, I was I, I questioned myself, how is it possible? I knew it was possible because I would follow a lot of successful people. I would have podcasts playing in my ear day after day so i knew business owners who had you know hundreds of employees that if they gotten there it's possible i knew it was possible but i was just like how how is it possible for me to train uh spend six months you know six months training somebody to be good enough to where i can trust them if it takes me six months to train a guy, when am I ever gonna be like, okay, now I can leave because I spent six months training and then one leaves and then I have to spend another six months training the other person. That's not, it, the math doesn't add up. It wouldn't work for me to have that amount of guys and be able to work out unless everything works out perfectly. So that's when I started making some, learning a bunch of stuff. Uh, by learning a bunch of stuff is um i started over obviously to me that was a start over but i thought okay i need a better way to deal with this right better way to train them faster i needed to train my employees faster i needed to make some changes in the company of um small agreement contracts uh motivate them to stay in the company uh, because it's all important and overall be a better leader as well because I always blame myself if you're a business owner who's arrogant um, before you start your business practice being humble because if you're an arrogant you're gonna go through a lot of troubles and I wasn't arrogant you know um, but but I, I as, a, as a leader I was like okay I need to be better better leader better not motivation, not go there and be like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Not that, guys, but have systems implemented in place, create a good work environment, uh, and just listen to to the guys and create training videos, better training videos, ways to that they learn faster, ways to interview people faster, how to find these people because six months was not only to train that took me a while but to find employees so all of that i started to really dig deep deep into it and this is where this point where i bettered myself i was humble to better myself this is where 95 percent of business people failed 
because 95% of people who gone through that point, they really um, are stagnated with all the work that they've gone behind. They don't believe that it's doable. Um, they don't look upon, they don't look on themselves to blame, they don't blame themselves, you know, and then they like just give up. Or sometimes, sometimes they don't have the, the strength to continue because it is hard and I don't, I don't have any lack of respect for these people. A lot of people, they really don't want to continue. They're not made for that, I guess. But I continue. I continue. I was humble to see that it was my fault and I had to improve something in me. And which I did. That's the only way I was able to build a team. And from there, start growing. The roller coaster ride continued, but as always, expanding wings. Um. Acquiring another van and uh, in other places as well, and growing franchise like helping other business grow their business, which is what I we do now a lot, you know, which is with the franchise. So, franchises pretty much, you know, was helping other businesses grow, um, and and in growing different cities as well. We started off in the second city in Virginia Beach. That's where it was our second location. And there is where the guy down there grew <laughs> faster than I did. Way faster. Uh, you know, me showing, giving all the steps, which they are simple. At the end of the day, they look very simple. But at the beginning, when you don't have anything in hands, everything is a lot more complicated. And when you have everything, the puzzle together is like, okay, you know, I'll follow these steps. They are simple. Uh, so that's how it is. That's how business businesses are simple, but you don't you don't start off knowing everything. And that was the one of the biggest part and struggle as where I got stuck a little bit, but but I didn't give up. I did not give up, and I was humble. Now there is a a, a long way still ahead, right? Only God knows, but um, uh, I'm still starting. I still always feel like I'm starting out. Uh, I'm grateful, obviously, for everything where we have grown. And the most, the, the nicest thing, I, I used to hear a lot of these successful business people online, and I'm sure you guys follow, say, um, that you have to focus on helping people when you get fulfill fulfillment from helping others to grow and i always listen to that and a lot of people who listen to that they fake that they want to help people they say you know oh, i'm gonna help other people but they're really thinking about themselves right I, me me personally a lot i would hear a lot of these successful business owners you know who are already wealthy say that they wanted to you know, they get fulfilled from helping other people. That's their goal. And I'm listening to that. I was like, man, I don't personally feel that. You know, right now, I don't feel that. Right now, I want to help myself. I want to grow. You know, I'm thinking about myself now, selfishly. And I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and just pretend that, um, oh, I'm, you know, I want to... Before, you know, before, I say this before, I didn't want to sit there before and just pretend because everybody was saying that and that's what it takes to be successful but saying that doesn't matter guys if you're not act actually thinking that you know don't be fake either now i say that before 
And why do I say that before? Because later when I've, you know, helped we as Wings as a team helped uh, grow the location in Virginia Beach and then other licensees in Fairfax and other places and get more uh, licensees and they were growing. That's when I understood. I was like, man, it feels awesome to do something and help like it, now i realize how it feels great to help other people when it's actually working and you're happy about it you know we have people in your team that is grateful and they they're you know then i'm like oh okay that's cool you know i feel good by literally for uh their success and that is sometimes sometimes that is even more fulfilling than uh, you doing something that works in your life when you helped somebody do something that they are happy and worked in their life. Sometimes it's more fulfilling. Other times, you ra I'd rather, you know, obviously be selfish. I, you know, I'm not bullshitting here, guys. And I know a lot of people can listen to this and be like, oh, you're a selfish prick. But um, <laughs> make sure you're not thinking that yourself and you're just afraid of saying it. But, but there is a point where you realize it is awesome but if you're not at that point don't bl don't you know don't blame yourself if you're not at that point nobody's at that point a lot of people can fake it that they're at that point where they want to help others but uh you don't start off at that point be honest now um i guess that's that's uh what i wanted to cover guys um businesses it's inevitable that you're going to go th you're gonna go through hard times it's inevitable that's going to happen. Uh, you can start a business by learning every single little step from the most successful business owner in the world. And you're still going to go through struggles, through falls. Obviously, you want to learn to prevent, grow faster and be aware of the falls and not give up. But there's still gonna be points where it's gonna be a roller coaster. Now the difference is between how fast you can grow and not giving up. Being humble to understand that everything is your fault. Everything. If 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 you have employees and your employees don't show up on time, why is that? Why is he not showing up on time? What's wrong with you that your employee is not showing up on time? You know, why is your employee not super excited to wake up um, um, early to work with you there? It's your, you see how everything is your fault. Obviously, you know, obviously you got to be harsh sometimes, work hard so that doesn't happen again. But you, I hope you got, you guys are open-minded. You know what I'm saying. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this podcast. Um, again, if you'd like to check out this franchise thing, it's uh, franchise.wingsmobiledetailing.com, especially now it's strong in Richmond, Virginia area, and even Virginia Beach as well, uh, Florida, and the Carolinas, as well as the, all the, most of the Virginia state. If you enjoy this podcast, if, you've been, if you're listening until now, 40 minutes in, uh, I appreciate that. I definitely want to ask one more thing. Thank you for listening. But want to ask one more thing. Leave a review there. Share it. Share it with your peers. 
And if you wanna f- follow up, hit me up. Uh, Instagram, you can find me on Instagram. My personal account even, Andre Mezalira. And you see on the description of the podcast.